Greetings, my fellow audiophilobites. It is I, Dottore Belordo, with a very special message before today's show. On today's show, we have a special guest named David, and we talk a lot about what he likes to do for work, and we also talk a lot about filthy, filthy things. But since discretion is the better part of Valor, we have decided to censor any names of his company or company's mascot. So, whenever you would hear some information about David's company, you'll hear the sound of friendly ducks. I hope it isn't confusing, but if it is confusing, you can go duck yourself. Oh, gotcha. Blaster Podcast. Attention, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, scientists and brains of all ages. It is time once again for Blastro Podcast. <laughs> and now your host, broadcasting from deep within the pod chamber, that man of science, Datore. Over 65 billion years ago, a man named Steven Spielberg made a movie that became a motion picture about Jurassic times. This picture became so popular that it crawled out of the sea and spontaneously generated spin-off movies, which were bad mutants and drove Michael Criterion to an early climate change-denying grave. But something yet lives on from this farce of nature, and something is a horde of monsters, 25 years in the making, the fabulous beasts called dinosaurs. Ladies, gentlemen, scientists, and other human constituents, welcome to Blastro Podcast. I am your host, Dottore, and I am as excited as my calorically enhanced arteries will permit about today's topic, Fearfully Great Thundin' Lizards. Today's guest is a man of letters and numbers, a brainful scholarate and expander of young Myrons, David Reinstrom. David? What's crackalackin'? How are you, Dottore? I am excellent. How are you? I'm great. I, uh, I just went to Staples. Staples? Yes. I acquired some office supplies for a, uh, an event that I'm running tomorrow um, for, my, for my job. An office event? No, actually a game store event. I'm going to a, uh, a toy store on Armitage, and I am hosting a, a little game show to demonstrate... Uh, what I do for a living, in fact. Hold I on a minute, David. You've given us a lot of information all at once. That's true. First of all, there's a store called Staples. Yes. Okay. Do they sell more than just Staples? They, they do, in fact. That's misleading. I know. Okay. So you went to the Staples. You bought some Staples. I bought some bells. I bought some little desk bells. Bells? Yes. Do you work at a hotel? No. What? Okay. You went to the store called Staples. You bought something called bells. You then developed Bell's Palsy? Too soon. Okay. It's pretty debilitating, actually. Oh, God, yes. We don't like to talk about it. it no. It runs in my family. All right. That's really, actually, offensive. I, I, oh, okay. What are you going to do? Leave the podcast? We just started. Get back on that horse. Okay, so, David, you went to Staples. Yes, oh. correct. Uh, <laughs> 
the audience still doesn't know who you are, what you do. Hi, I'm David Reinstrom. I uh, I make educational card games for children for a living. That is awesome. Thank you. Because okay, first of all, one thing kids need is to learn. Yes. They don't know anything. No, that they they are they are gifted with the incredible capacity to learn anything. What? But they don't know nothing. Anything? Anything. Could they learn how to build a fire? Yes. By Walter Winstead. I thought that was Jack London. Jack London. Yes. Yes. They could They could learn how to not freeze to death. Okay. So you're going to teach them this through the use of praying cards. Yes. Devotionals. Devotionals. No. What? <laughs> Nothing. So, David, you've got your staples in your hands. You've got a couple of bells on the back burner. I'm actually, uh, more to the point, Tori, I brought um, fruit snacks. You what? Yes. What? Oh, David. I brought snacks. Oh, David. You're my favorite guest. Listen to the crumbliness of their wrappers. David, what's the <laughs> Okay, you talk for a while. I'm okay. going to eat these fruit snacks. Well, you know, I, I pay attention to Tori. I, I know that there's a snack snake that lurks in this pod chamber. Oh, a snack snake. Very comfy pod chamber, actually. This is a really plushy chair. Thank you. These snacks are excellent. Balmaz, do you want any fruit snacks? I am not allowed fruit snacks of any sort. <laughs> Why not, Tatori? He's not allowed fruit snacks because he gets hyper. Oh. Have you seen a kobold freak out on sugar? No. Well, I... go to youtube.kobold slash freak star out on dot sugar. Yeah, I'm sure you'll find something. I'm sure I'll find anything. These fruit snacks are good. Thank you. You get an A+. <laughs> okay, David. Yes. Now that you've plied me with fruits, mm. um... What is it? Okay, you're an educational man. Yes. You create cards for young children to sniff and look at with their brain horn? I uh, actually make games for them to look at with their eyes and read aloud with their mouths and larynxes. Their what? Their larynxes, their voice box. Are they a jungle cat? No, that's a lynx. A what? A lynx. A lynx. Lynx to the past? Yes. Legend of Zelda? That's one of my favorite jungle books. It's okay, you're allowed to laugh in the microphone. That's what it's there for. <laughs> That's how they know I'm trying to be uh, educational. So, okay, you're going to have a meeting yes. with your work people. No, I actually, I work alone. I work in a, I work from home in my home office, and what's happening tomorrow is we're going to have a game show. We're going to film uh, a playing of the game with some kids, and I'm going to uh, keep track of their progress on a blackboard. Uh, I'm going to wear my little work baseball shirt that has it says team on it for our little mascot I know that guy yeah yeah I subscribe to his YouTube oh does, yes does yes. he have a YouTube yes he does if you just look for on the YouTubes or on Twitter or on Facebook you can uh, all right he's got more online presence than I do but I'm still the Torre yeah you are you are that yeah I'm pretty good. You're great, Dottore. Thank you. I am great, Dottore. You are beneficent. I am. I'm that dragon from Disney. Yes. You are intelligent. I am. I got a couple of points on that one test. You are handsome. Well, <laughs> I do have prehensile thumbs. So, okay, David, you make educational games. True. For the kids. Yes. And you're going to have an event. Yes. By the time this podcast comes out, that event will be long gone and dead. Right, but we will be putting it on the YouTube. The YouTubes. Yes. Do you, do you know yet where someone could find it yet? 
Or should we save that information? Yeah, you can go to youtube.com slash... Maybe it's Los Arab Emirates. Hold on. Oh, God damn it. Sorry. All right, we're going to take a pod break. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Blaster Podcast. And we're back with Blaster Podcast. David! DeTore! Is there, what the hell did you do with your voice? Uh, oh. Are you a gypsy witch? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> David! Okay, so, so you're going to um, do an event. You're yes. going to uh, have kids play this fun games. And we're going to put it up on the website, which I'll plug further in, in the plug section, but it's <laughs> com, Or you could find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash. Awesome. Now tell me the deal with this. Yes. What is. Is uh, the mascot, scholar in residence, and chief bottle washer at the company I work for. Oh. Like you, he is a fictional American. I don't mean to assume. That I'm an American? I have an Italian name. Well, Datore fi- Balordo. It's, a, it's, a, it's an ethnic group. Right, fictional American. I'm tired of fictional Americans being marginalized. So is our. Yeah. We should band together. Band of brothers. Yeah. So, okay. He is our spokesmaskin. He is our spokesmaskin. He's your Chester Chetho, as it were. Yes, except cuter and less furry. Right. Yes. I say that also, more... Also, when you play our games, you don't get horrible residue on your fingers. Oh, man. And women talk to you. Women talk to you? Well, they talk to me. Oh. Wait, real, real women or mascot women's? I'll take either. I don't, I'm not <laughs> particular. Not, not picky. No. No, I have a lot of residue. It's not just on my fingers. It's not orange, though. No. It's like, is that pollen? It's, well, I, you know, I have these uh, spurs that come out of my back end. Sure. And uh, sometimes it feels good to rub them up against a branch or flower. What's that called again? Uh, when when it, deer do it? Eaching. Yeah. When deer do that? There's a thing. And they, they, they rub their, uh, their the, antlers against trees. Yeah, because they need to show the trees who's boss, because deers are bullies. <laughs> They are at that. Ah, uh, dear bullies. Deers are dicks, man. Whoa! What? What's a, what's a dicks, man? Uh, it's a uh, 20th century American author. Hugh uh, Dixman? Hugh Dixman. Yes, I read some of Dixman. <laughs> uh, I felt the Dixman volumes were pendulous. Uh, too long to be enjoyed, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know... Dixman, the Dixman oeuvre. Yes, but you know, I have some good friends who said they couldn't put Dixman down. No. No. How do, you, how do you put a good Dixman down? Uh, say, oh, sure, you've got it now, but a uh, couple drinks from now, we'll see how well you work. <laughs> Hemingway was a great worker at... Uh, and also a great Dixman. Really? Mm-hmm. There's a uh, story in his Movable Feast. Have you ever read Movable Feast? I can't read Movable Feasts. <laughs> I will eat them. So Hemingway spent uh, a lot of time in Paris, and so did... You know, a lot of American writers of his generation. And he was friends with F. Scott Fitzgerald um, during that time when they were in Paris together. And there's this, there's this great story from Movable Feast, which is all about uh, Hemingway's food experiences in Paris. Ah, now we're talking my language. Well, I'm about to not talk your language because uh, Hemingway's having lunch in a restaurant and Fitz comes up to him and he says, Hem, I've got a problem. And Hemingway says, what's the matter? And he says, well, it's, it's Zelda, his wife, right? <gasps> Zelda's concerned about... Oh, my God, he was married to Zelda? Yeah, he was married to a Zelda. 
not not princess. Adventures of Zelda. Yes. yes. <laughs> did, did you get the Master Sword? Yes. <laughs> yeah. The point is that uh, Fitzgerald says to Hemingway, he whispers something in his ear, and he's like, I'm concerned about my genitals. And Hemingway <laughs> says, step into my office. And they go into the bathroom, uh, and and Hem- and Fitzgerald drops it, drops trowel, and Hemingway says, there's nothing wrong with your penis. It's perfectly fine. The reason you think it's small is, is a perspective thing called foreshortening. It looks smaller from up top. Just go. We'll go and we'll look at uh, Michelangelo's David sometime, and you'll notice he's not exactly hung like a bear. You're fine, Fitz. That, that was the story. Foreshortening. That's okay. Okay. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so audience didn't get that, but David just said uh, he apologizes that uh, this podcast is going so well. <laughs> <laughs> Supposed to be the straight man, Dottore. <laughs> okay. And here I am talking about penises. David, kids are going to listen to this show, and kids, the one thing kids are not interested in is penises or farts. <laughs> That's for adults like us. David. Yes. I don't know why I brought you on board, <laughs> but I do know this. I'm yes, interested Troy. in dinosaurs. Oh, me too. Oh, that's why I brought you on. Board. Yes, let's talk about dinosaurs. Let's I love dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are the genitals of prehistory. <laughs> they are interesting. They are dangerous. Occasionally pointy. Occasionally pointy. Oh. Mysterious. Everyone wants a pair. <laughs> dinosaurs are great. What have I done? I don't know. Uh, yes, I have loved dinosaurs ever since I was a little boy. When were you a little boy, even? Many years ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How uh, many? Uh, 10, 15. <laughs> you are a 15-year-old man. <laughs> okay, so you're a little boy. Yes, I was once. Um, I'm eating a foot. I'm eating fruit snacks, poorly. Don't, don't choke to death on the fruit <laughs> snacks. That is not why I brought them to Tori. Do you know the hind lick maneuver? I, I do. <laughs> Good, because I'm going to need it in a minute. I do not care to, <laughs> uh, to perform it upon your tender bottom. Uh, David. Yes. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. When you were a little boy, yes. what was it about dinosaurs that appealed to your tiny sensibilities? They were so magnificent and magical and huge i would just i would i would spend hours and hours reading and rereading these books about dinosaurs i would painstakingly copy illustrations of them um i used to watch these pbs documentaries about about dinosaurs and my favorite parts were when they had those they probably look terrible now um the 3D reconstructions uh-huh. of what they would look like and have them stomping through marshes or whatever. Uh, and y- you know, a, a pack of Allosaurus um, leaping on, on some other Jurassic herbivore and tearing it to shreds. That was always awesome. That was always awesome. The thing about dinosaurs for me mm-hmm. is that they are interesting because they are big. They are. And in today's modern societoid, one does not often get to see a big animal unless you're, you know, uh, trying to buy it a drink. Or you're at a zoo. Or th- which is where I try to buy big animals <laughs> drinks. They look very thirsty in their cages. So, yes, you can go to a zoo and you can see a caged beast. It's true. You can throw a walnut at it, you know, when the zoo guard is. When, when I was 13, I was in Alaska with my family and we, uh, we, we went on a, um, a little ferry ride. Uh-huh. From from you know the main part of Alaska to a small island, 
and um, we saw humpbacks. We oh saw God! The- Enough, kids, listen to this. <laughs> We saw we saw some gorgeous whales, and they were so huge and magnificent. And I wonder if that was what it would be like if you and I were to uh, to witness dinosaurs. To if we would be overcome by the same the same awe uh, for for their their beauty and their magnificence. Hmm. I think that's the thing. Humans are not too big in comparison to other things. No, we're not. We're kind of we're kind of shrimpy. Yeah. Except in comparison to, you know, shrimp. Yeah, because shrimps are the shrimpiest. They've cornered the <laughs> market on shrimpishness. I guess that's why they're called that, right? What? Shrimps. Shrimps? Yeah, that's why they're called shrimp. Oh. Because they're so small. I guess that makes sense. You know what? Shrimp is one of those words that actually sounds like it is small. Like, mice sound small just from the, oh, it's a mouse. Mouse. Shrimp. Shrimp. Nat. Yeah, just they sound inconsequential. Yeah, they don't have special names like by Psittacosaurus. What? Psittacosaurus. What's it? It's a. It's it's like a parrot shape. It's got a parrot beak. Um, it was a Cretaceous dinosaur, I think. Psittacosaurus. Yes. All right, we get it. You know a lot of letters. It's true. You're a man of letters. But not numbers, actually. The introduction was completely false. What introduction? The, when you said I was a man of letters and numbers. I am basically math illiterate. Really? I don't even know how old I am right now. David, I wasn't talking about what you know. I was talking about your fabricated existence in this matrix that we exist in. Oh, in that case, I am entirely made of numbers. Yes. Sometimes when I look at you, I just see a bunch of green screensavers. Because I am the one. I am the fun one. I'm sorry, I briefly stopped existing. Really? Really? I get that from most of my guests. <laughs> uh, okay, David. So you were into dinos as a kid. Do you still enjoy dinosaurs? I do. I am. I am an amateur dinosaur enthusiast. I no longer want to. I no. no uh, I no longer want to marry a dinosaur. I no longer want to be a paleontologist like I used to be. I had. I didn't really give up on my dreams when I was a kid. I would just sort of stack them. So with each until they were crushed <laughs> under the weight yeah, of the previous another. dream. Um, uh, when I was a kid, I wanted first I wanted to be a paleontologist, then I wanted to be an archaeologist, then I wanted to be a paleontologist, archaeologist, cartoonist, and I wanted to write Whoa. cartoons about dinosaurs and about prehistoric civilizations, and then I wanted to write novels about and and illustrate everything. I never wanted to be an astronaut, though. No. Those guys are pussies. What? <laughs> I'm kidding. How could you call Louis Armstrong a pussy? He didn't He didn't play trumpet on the moon. No, he didn't. There's not <laughs> enough oxygen in there. <laughs> uh, I think you're thinking of Louis Prima. Oh, that's right. He wanted man's red flower, right? Yes. Uh, is that a, a sex joke? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, it's he was uh, King Louis King from, uh, from Jungle from Book. From France? No, from Jungle Book. He wanted Mad's, man's red flower. Man's okay, there are kids that are listening <laughs> to this, and you're talking about stealing a man's red flower, playing Stem the Rose on that broke back fire, mountain. not puckered buttholes. <laughs> Look, I'm going to stand up for people's rights to marry a dinosaur if they want to, but I don't need to hear you talking about puckered butts. Okay, so I think we've gotten about... Like a third down this page. What page? This no is page. just a naturally flowing talk show. The, uh, the Dottore Bellordo page program. That's right. Dottore Bellordo is now an app. <laughs> you can throw a little Dottore at some pigs that stole my eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I fly through the nothingness. 
and I smash into the side of a building, and most of my bones break. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when I poke the screen when you're mid-flight? Uh, then uh, some of the things I ate come out. <laughs> uh, it's like uh, releasing a tea from a strainer bag. So, yes, I have come here today not to talk about staples. Nope. Not to talk about children. Nope. Or, <laughs> or man's red flower. <laughs> Dinosaurs. 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 I've come to t- uh, I've come to you today to speak on dinosaurs. Lovely. Yes. Dinosaurs are certainly a dramatic and powerful thing. But David, there's one thing even more dramatic and powerful than dinosaurs. What's that? It is the episode five all about dinosaurs. David Reinstrom Lightning Round Review. Brought to you by Pritos. Is it in me? <laughs> is it in you? Not yet. <laughs> And now it's time for the episode 5 David Reinstrom All About Dinosaurs Lightning Round Review! Brought to you by Pritos. Is it onion? David! Yes! Are you ready? I was born ready. Okay, prepare for the lightning round questions about dinosaurs. Okay. <clears throat> Question 1. According to the scientific text known as the Bible, Noam Chomsky built a boat for to hold all the world's animals. Why didn't Noah let the dinosaurs onto this art? They hadn't been invented yet. Correct! Hooray! Question number two. Dinosaurs eat many types of things. If carnivores eat herbivores, then what do matadors eat? Bulls. Correct! Yay! Question number three. What was the top running speed of the Oedipus Rex? His mother. Correct! Heyo! Question number four. Angina pectoris. Dinosaur or female bodybuilder? Uh, heart attack pain. Correct. Question number five. How's come there be duck-billed dinosaurs if ducks evolved after dinosaurs went excunct? Well, just because there are physical structures doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that there were ducks first. That, 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 Please answer the question, that's David. That's teleological... Okay, uh... Be- because because of wizards. Correct! Question number six. Dactyles, amphibrachs, and iams are boring, even if you know Shakespeare. True or true? False. Correct! Question number seven. Pachycephalosaurus, Protoceratops, Patrick Stewart. Marry, funk, kill. Put them in order. Well, I wouldn't want to marry the Pachycephalosaurus, because I tell you what, we'd always be butting heads. So they had I- heads? Butted heads a lot. They had the Pachycephalosaurus means they had hard heads in Greek. I know what it means in Greek. Oh, fine. So you're not gonna marry a Pachycephalosaurus? Would you kill or would you funk it? Uh, I'd probably funk it. Funk it. What's the other dinosaur? Protoceratops. Uh, Protoceratops. Kill. Oh my God. Sounds like it'd be tasty. You monster. I just want to live with Picard for the rest of my days. Patrick Stewart? Yes. You'd marry Patrick Stewart? I would marry Patrick Stewart. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's a blaster pod first. We've made a love connection. <laughs> David T. Reinstrom and Patrick Q. Picard. The T stands for Thaddeus. Thaddeus? No. I thought it stood for Tiberius. Oh, no, but Picard it does not. Nope. I'm really confused about Star Trek now. Hold on, I'm going to suck some of this Nexus into my pipe. (laughs) David! (laughs) What did you just do? Uh, I just went to a strange world where only Guinan and uh, that British guy understand it. Oh, okay. Okay. David! Okay. 
Yes. We've done your eight. questions. Oh, oh that was it. I'm I'm forgot. David, congratulations. You have answered all of the questions successfully and yes. correctly. You've won yourself 14 novelty raptor claws. Oh, great. Which can be traded in at the end of the episode. Ooh, for what? For a cheese token. But be careful. <laughs> Because when you are alive, when they start to cheese you. Oh, no. Okay. David. Bolas, get me out of here. Stop asking for Bolas for help. <gasps> he has a medical... I mean, she has a medical condition and can't always be listening to you. Bolas is a woman? Yeah. Oh. She's a female. Oh, okay. Bolas is her mother's name. Oh, okay. Come on, man. Open your mind. I'm, so I'm sorry. I, I and while you're opening your mind, open the door, get it on the floor. Everybody walk the dinosaur. David, please exclaim to our listeners, what exactly are dinosaurs? Well, dinosaurs are a group of land animals that lived from about 230 million years ago until about 60 million years ago. And they lived during the Triassic, Jurassic, and Cretaceous periods of the Mesozoic era. So, dinosaurs didn't live in water or sky? Nope. That's a common misconception. Uh, pterosaurs are not dinosaurs. They're considered flying reptiles. Reptiles? Mm -hmm. Okay. What'd you say? Reptiles? Yes, reptiles. The, the pter means wing. Okay. And uh, similarly, plesiosaurs were sea-dwelling reptiles. Also not dinosaurs. Ah, uh, like the uh, lost neck monster. Sure. Okay. Well, what else do you know, can we, for you to know us? For what else? Beep. Okay, well, what else can we know about dynamos? Well, dinosaurs had four limbs. They were vertebrates, and their hip girdles were comprised of three bones in one of two hip... Uh, hip hop, <gasps> hooray! What did you put in this beer, Dottore? <laughs> I put a little stegosaurus. <laughs> and right now it's smashing oh, around inside of you. You spiked it? Ow! Do you know they call the little spikes on the end of the Stegosaurus' tail a thagomizer? Yeah. After the Far Side cartoon? What? Yes. Are you serious? They didn't have a name for it, and then Gary Larson made that joke about, you know, cavemen in a board meeting. Like Thag the Caveman or something? Yeah, because it killed Thag, and that's why we call it the thagomizer. So paleontologists actually call that part of the Stegosaurus the Thagomizer. That's weird. Yeah, even though uh, cavemen never coexisted with dinosaurs, let me be absolutely clear. That's right, because only Jesus can make a man. It's true. Only Jesus could ride a velociraptor. That's right. He was a very slight man. He was a slight man. Anyway, uh, dinosaurs had four limbs. Uh, they were vertebrates, and their hip girdles were comprised of uh, three bones, neither one of two uh, configurations. They were bird-hipped, ornithischian, or lizard-hipped, saurischian. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well done. But how do we know anything about dinosaurs, even? What we know about dinosaurs is based on fossils of bones and eggs, preserved footprints, and inferences based on what we know about modern animals. Technology helps as well. CT scans can now allow scientists to view inaccessible parts of fossilized bones. I ran a cat scam once. Wound up with a lot of unwanted kittens. Then I wound up with a lot of unwanted fur-lined gloves. That's gross, David, yes it was. Cat, you know they say there's more than one way to skin a cat? Yeah, I believe you. You don't need to go into explicit. Okay, so first of all, you could stick a spike down in there and then twirl them. You could also twirl the spike. What? I don't want to hear about this. Really? Yes. All right. My girlfriend is a cat lover. She's loving cats? Yes. David, you need to look into that. I know. I'll sell you a cat suit. I've got a lot of extra skins. No. All right. There, there are some lines that I will not cross. Okay. I will not be, I will not be told I'm a cat cuckold. 
Fuck. What? Not, nothing. Okay. David, what yeah. is the... David! Yes! What is the difference between dinosaurs and modern reptiles? Well, for a start, the design of dinosaurs' hips is different than that of reptiles. Reptiles have legs that branch out from their sides, whereas dinosaurs' hips grew underneath them. Also, some scientists think that dinosaurs may have possessed some warm-blooded aspects and had changing metabolisms, which makes them more like birds. Additionally, some velociraptor specimens had bumps on their bones called quill barbs, which suggests that they had feathers. Blasphemy! They have scales! Birds do not. Birds have scales on their feet. Birds have feet. Anything else you want to know about dinosaurs? No. How about what killed the dinosaurs? Ah, spoilers! I haven't watched it yet! We're talking about prehistoric events here. Okay, Brinestein. What killed the dinosaurs? Sinful living. No! Science! <laughs> all right, all right. I was just yanking your chain. Ouch. Yeah. I have a nerve chain that you comes like that? down from my spine cord. Ew. What? That should be inside your body, Dottore. I tried to make it inside my body, Dottore. <laughs> One time I hunkered down and it fell out. That is that is the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. I drag it behind me. Tis a pendulous chain. And you know, the more evil I get every year, the more cash boxes get attached to it. <laughs> Bob Marley came to me in a vision and he showed it to me. <laughs> what did he say? He said, Dottore, I'd want like what you're doing, man. You need to be kind to the orphans. You need to walk like a champion. And uh, I said, Marley. Yeah, and I said, shut up, Bob Marley. Did he have more chains? He had some dreads. Oh, okay. He was a dreadful visage. I like Bob Marley. Do you? Yes. Do you, or do you, is it just because everyone likes Bob Marley? No, I actually like Bob Marley. Why? Because I want to move to Liberia. I am a Garveyite. What's that? Uh... Is that a rock? No. Never mind. Okay. Jesus. Okay, so, okay. Now let's that we're done talking about side. Bob Marley's, let's talk about dinosaurs. <clears throat> you were going to tell me, how did the dinosaurs die even? So there's still a little controversy about the massive extinction that occurred, but we have evidence that suggests that an asteroid hit Earth at the end of the Cretaceous period. Some scientists think it wiped the dinos out, and others think that the dinosaurs were already in decline by the time of the asteroid impact, and it just finished the job. I bet it was a nuclear vessel. Missile? Missile? I barely knew. Hey, huh? You're horrible. Ah, I am a horrible thunder lizard. <laughs> I breathe fire. Actually, I happen to believe that it was Xenu. Dropping hydrogen bombs on the planet that killed the dinosaurs. Xenu? Yes, Galactic Overlord. Maybe you've heard of him? I just heard of him. What the balls was that? Oop, my turkey's done. Oh, okay. A perfect time to cut. <laughs> Science of dinosaurs? Yes. Part two. Part two. Okay, I'm horrible. You're horrible. We're all, we're all together in one... Horrible family. But you know what's the most horrible thunder lizards? What? Dinosaurs. That, that is exactly what they mean. David, what can you tell our daily listener about dinosaurs that they might not already know about already? Dinosaur names are actually kind of boring. No, get out of town. It is true. What about Yuki? That That's a proper name. Oh. I'm talking about their, their scientific nomenclature. Awful dull. Okay. Give me a sample of so, a dull one. Well, um... Australopithecus? Well, that just means southern ape. And that's not a dinosaur. That is the uh, tour from Larry the Cable Guy that he's coming out with oh. next week. Get her done, Australopithecus! <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's a boring dino name? Um, I think 
Dilophosaurus is a pretty boring name. It's a cool dinosaur. You know, it's the kind that um, flops around and sprays Newman in the face with <laughs> <and> gasoline. <laughs> That's a, that, okay, you're referencing Jurassic Park. Yes, I am. But the real Dilophosaurus. But the real Dilophosaurus. I mean, it's, a interesting, it's an interesting dinosaur. Uh, so it just, in Greek, Dilophosaurus just means two-crested lizard. It has two crests on its head. That's why they called it that. Hmm. Uh, Dinonychus, right? Dinonychus. Oh, Dinonychus, uh, the real raptor. Yeah, means terrible claw. Just, like, if you want to name a dinosaur, you just say some words about it, and that's its name. Well, I'm glad we're talking about boring names. Well, <laughs> this no, is a so, pretty so, good so podcast. This was the thing that we would do in one of my one of my language classes in school, is we would, we would just make up dinosaur names in order to teach various roots of Greek. Um, we would just combine a bunch of them and then just combine them at random and see if that was an actual dinosaur name. Huh. So kids, you can do this at home. Take your average Latin or Greek dictionary and just start choosing words at random. And then put a saurus on the end of it. Chances are, it's a dinosaur that exists. Oh, there goes my turkey again. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a turkey So many clock. turkeys. If I, speaking of Greek, mm. they don't like turkey. No. Historically. They, they dislike turkey very much. Why not? Uh, wh- why? Because of fights and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't we all just get along like the dinosaurs did? David, you've told us all about how boring dinosaur names are. <laughs> Can you tell us anything of value? About me? No. What? About dinosaurs. Yes. What would you like to know? What's an interesting thing about dinosaurs? I don't know. We covered that they probably had feathers. Did we cover that? Yeah, we did. We talked about quill barbs. Okay, do you think they really had feathers? Totally. I think they totally had feathers. Why? That would be weird. No, it would be awesome. Imagine it. Close your eyes and see a dinosaur. Ah! What color is it? I didn't, I couldn't do it. it was okay, okay. Close your eyes again. It's very dark. You're in a plate glass enclosure and the dinosaur's on the other side. Okay. You're safe. Uh, it's okay. okay. Breathe with me. Look at me. Open your eyes. I'm looking at you. Okay, close You're not a dinosaur. <laughs> I know I'm not a dinosaur. What kind of bullshit is this? Close your eyes. I'm tired of your mind games. Am I in Turkey? <laughs> yes. Uh, You're in ancient Turkey. Okay. You're in prehistoric Turkey. I see the Sassanids. Wait, I'm in Persia. No, 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 no. Keep going back. Okay. Okay, do you see a dinosaur? Uh, yes. What color is it? It is green. Yeah. What color is the other dinosaur next to it? Oh, now there's another. It's uh, tan. Uh, okay. What about the dinosaur off in the distance? It's oh. red. It's a red one. Yeah, okay. Is it really red? No. Uh, I was looking at its erection. It's probably kind of a boring <laughs> color, isn't it? It's yeah. It's now a d- imagine them with awesome peacock feathers. Ah! Plumage designed to attract mates. Whoa! That shit is crazy, right? It is crazy. Yeah. Now look, it's a Deinonychus. No! Oh, off in the distance, it's uh, jumping on a Compasignathus. Whoa! That Compasignathus is doomed. Yeah, the Compasignathus is trying to get away, oh. and it's thrashing around. Ah! But the Deinonychus uses its wings to stabilize itself and stay on top of the Compasignathus. Oh. Oh, that's sick. I know. Look at all the shreds of flesh it's tearing away. Oh. All because of feathers. Uh. See it preening? No, I, I opened my eyes. Oh, God damn it, Dottore. I am not allowed to look at violence after 8 p.m. It is 8.30. Yes. My uh, <laughs> advisor. Your V-chip? Yep. Back at Dottore School said... You get weird when you watch Clockwork Orange after 8 p.m. What is your degree in, Vittore? I have a Master of Science. David, learning about things can only teach you so much. 
when it comes to knowledge, so much is not e-much for me. But dinosaurs lived hundreds of years ago. How can we possibly experience them here in the modern world? We, we can't, Tori. David, we are men of science. We grow our beards long and will not take no for a gender. Uh. It was with this simple postulate in mind that I have taken the Limburger to contrive an invention so ingenious that it defies human dignity itself. David, I present to you the Time Nobbler. Time Nobbler? The Time Nobbler! You see, it works on the fundamental theory that time and space are actually the same thing. Time space? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Please, don't hector me with these layman's terms. Anyway, if you picture all events and locations within existence as a loaf of bread, uh -huh. this machine acts like a bread drill. Not a thing. Hollowing out the center so that we can pass through it, unobstructed by crumbs of interstitial time environments. That's neither ethically sound nor physically possible. Maybe not, but maybe so. No, definitely not. But maybe it is. It isn't. But what if I... Whoops! <laughs> well, I'll be damned. It was possible. Yep, I got the plans for the time nobbler from a spaceman named Neil deGrasse Dyson. Where are we? Well, more importantly, when are we? When are we what? When are we in the timeline of the universe? We're now. Isn't that obvious? Yeah, I got that smart ass, but I want to know when now is. Can't you pull up a video feed of the outside so we can get our bearings? Video? Yeah, there's that big blank monitor in front of your chair. I thought the pod chamber had, you know, like a video feed of the outside world. Or at least a view from the bow. The pod chamber bows before no man. Not it has boring. neither stern nor aft. It is spherical like its fleshy progenitor, me! Gross. But to the point, we have a window you could look out, but it has a rotting jackamantis on it. Great. Well, maybe it's for the best. If we've gone back in time, we probably shouldn't interact with anything in the surrounding environment anyway. If we change something now, it could alter history in any number of unforeseen ways. Hey, look! Dinosaurs! <laughs> that was easy. Eh? What's this? Why, you rude little... Tori! What are you doing? I'm teaching them who's boss. You speak when you're spoken to, Procom Signathus. What cheek? Procom Signathus. Uh, Tori, do you realize what this means? Those dinosaurs lived 215 million years ago. We're in the Triassic. The Norian stage, to be specific. More like the Borean stage, if you ask me. <laughs> uh. I'm totally over this place anyway. Come on, little guy. Let's get out of here. Wait, Dottore! <laughs> before you do that next time? We'll take it under advisement. We? Oh, Jatore, you didn't just take that thing forward through time with us. I did, and his name is Jombo. Don't give it a name. David, you are an unfeeling monster. I'm a man of science. I'm a man of science too. Watch. <laughs> Jombo, what have I done? You just snapped its neck. <laughs> I am a man of science. Jatore, we could have put it back. Oh, now you think of the good ideas. Where were you when I needed you? You went from loving it to breaking its neck in like two seconds. I'm all hormones these days. Do you have any fudge? No. Well, 
<clears throat> as long as we're here in the Cretaceous, we might as well snoop around for some fun. Detore, I, I swear, you are like an idiot child. I have the heart of an idiot child. In a jam jar. What? We're outside now! Oh, man. Hell yes. Smell the fragrant stench of the late Cretaceous. 65 million years ago. I know. Oh, look, David, is that a Triceratops? Interesting fact. You know, scientists think Triceratops is just a juvenile form of the Taurosaurus. Interesting fact. Shut up. You're an ass. He looks hungry. How can you tell? Because all of the hunger horns are protruding from his head face. That's not a thing. I grew a hunger horn once from my groin face. I don't think that's a horn. Well, then why does it make a noise when I put it on my bicycle? Uh, let's just focus on the Triceratops. Right! Come here, you lummox. Stuff your beak around this. Jatori, he doesn't like that. Of course he does. They're Pritos. They're bursting with flavor crusting. I don't think that corn chips. Zesty habanero corn chips. I don't think that zesty habanero corn chips are part of a Triceratops natural diet. Well, excuse me, Trader Joe. I didn't realize you liberals were concerned about obesity 65 million years ago. Don't politicize obesity. It's a real problem. Well, then keep your laws off my body and his body as I stuff it with cheese shards. Hey! Hey, get back here, you you food coward! You, you scared him off. That was perhaps the only Ceratopsid I'll ever meet. And you scared him off! Oh, boo-hoo! I'm the guy who just lost a whole bag of Pritos. I ought to sue that stupid lizard. I ought to sue your stupid lizard. Hey. Hey, Dottore, look over here. It's a nest. Hornets! Call an exorcist! No, 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 not a hornet's nest. A dinosaur's. And, oh, based on the long, thin shape of these eggs... This is a predator's nest. And and furthermore, the size and shape of these footprints here suggest that these could very well be the eggs of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. The king of the wild frontier. That is not what that means, Dottore. I don't speak French. Anyway, let me get a... Get I won't speak French. Fine. Even in ancient world. I won't make you. Well, then fine. Okay. Just, we can go. I just need to take a couple pictures oh. of this with my phone or something. Okay. Get out of here. There's no telling when the parents are going to show up. It's hard being a latchkey egg. Come here, little fella. Dottore, for God's sake, put that down right now. I can't. I've imprinted on the egg. It's my new mother. Would you stop horsing around. We have to go. I'm not horsing. I'm ducklinging. No, that's not a thing. What's Rah. that? David, quiet down. You hear that noise? <gasps> Does that mean that our shift is over at the rock quarry? No, it's the parents. Run! Where? To the pod chamber. Where did I park that thing? Just go, Dottore. Pod chamber, engage autopilot, fire up the thrusters, and prep the time nobbler. Autopilot, engage. Whoa! I didn't know the pod chamber could fly! I didn't either. I think it's just showing off because you're here. Hello, David. Look what I can do. Missiles, engage. Yes! Direct hit! Satora, you gotta stop it! It's incinerating all indigenous life! Alright, get in, you boob. Ah. Pod chamber? Set time nobbler coordinates for present day. Coordinates set. Thermonuclear missiles launch. What? I didn't know it had that. To the future! Well, at least we know now how the dinosaurs died. Odds, <laughs> Bodkins, what an adventure! And everything came out okay. Except for all the life forms from the Cretaceous that you eradicated. Was it me? Or was it an asteroid? The world will never know for sure, David. You're a bad man. Well, at least I brought this back with me. Don't 
<laughs> Tell me you kept the T-Rex egg. Okay, I'll ask you. Did I keep the T-Rex egg? Yes! Correct! Don't worry, David. We're stronger than an egg. This turn of events will in no way affect my adventures two to four episodes from now. Quiet, you. All right. Well, thanks for the adventure, Dottore. I'm about ready to get as far away from this pod chamber as humanly possible. Oh, so soon. Sorry, pod chamber. I'll miss you most of all. All right, David, you're free to leave. But before you do, I have one last question to ask of you. Okay. It's time for plugs! It's time for plugs! It's time for plugs, not drugs, but plugs! Give me a hug! Don't... Don't give me a hug. But you're so plushy. I know! That's why everyone's trying to hug me. Dottore! I mean, David. Yes? Do you have any projects or endeavors that you'd like to promote? Yes, I I do. Plug away! Okay, well, uh, I would first like to promote... Our Fair City. It is a uh, podcast. What is that? It is a podcast that both I and uh, your idiot roommate Mark Soloff work on. That idiot. Yeah. What uh, do you do for them? I write for them. I do some post-production. I am the post. I am the post-production apprentice. You're the post-apocalyptic production apprentice. Yes, I am the post-apprentice. I have a oppression. Pr- you have oppression. Oh. Do you have an oppression in your esophagus? No. Because I have a pill for that. It's called Cookie Pill. Ooh, I like Cookie Pill. Uh, cookie Pill is not for everybody. If you are a pregnant mother nursing a grandfather, be sure that you take Cookie Pill before eating. Cookie Pill cannot is not a cure, but will alleviate your symptoms. I'll take two. All right, and then you can ride on a bicycle on the beach without worry about your Viagra falling out. But can I throw a football through a tire hoop with my penis? Does is, does the tire hoop have your penis connected to it? No. No, no, no. That would be silly. No, I mean, can I launch a football with my erection uh-huh. through the tire? Could you do it before taking cookie pill? <laughs> Can't you? I don't. never tried. You know why? Because I don't like sports. I want sports to be as far away from my Peters as possible. No, it always comes back to boners. Or my beak, as I like to call it, reference episode four. Oh, that's right. Hey, kids, don't forget to listen to episode four. For all the beaky goodness you can ever want. It's like a little editor's caption in a comic book. I can eat seeds with my brember. Your broken member? Yep. Your beaky member? My lizard roto. Oh, no. So, David. The other thing that I would like to plug is what I do for a living. What do you do for a living? I make educational card games for children. All right, we were just talking about (laughs) penises left and right, and now you're talking about children? Make up your mind. Well, you're a, very <laughs> you're a very smart guy, so I'm sure your games will be filled with fun. I hope so. And the smarts. Thanks, Dottore. You're welcome. What would you like to plug, my good sir? That is an excellent question. All right. First of all, don't forget Our Fair City, which my idiot roommate is a part of. We already plugged that, so say no more. But in addition, those hideous mutant bandits that I once performed with, Chicago Del Arte, is doing a remount remix of their famous play, Comedia King John. Yes, you can see it at 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights at the Den Theater, which is 1333 North Milwaukee Avenue in Chicago. It is running November 9th through December the 15th, with the exceptions of Thanksgiving times, which are November 24th and 25th. Yeah, so it's $10 at the door. Uh, go see them at Den Theater, and Chicago Del Arte is also found on the web and Facebook. Go support my weird old buddies. Also, 
I'm Tatore, I am a man of science, and I am angry that there have not been more comments and reviews posted on iTunes. So if you listen to Blaster Podcast and want to spread the Blaster Gospel, leave me a review, motherfucker, and then I'll be real happy with you, and I won't have to come to your house and break things apart. It's true, he'll do it. I will find you! Uh, also, I'd like, you up. I'd like to throw a shout out to my friends in Slovenia. We have eight downloads in Slovenia. What did you say? I said, uh, Is that it? Are you making fun of my Slovenian audience? No. What language are you speaking? That was Serbo-Croatian. It means may a dog fuck you in the ass. Are you still? Why would you do that? I'm trying to be international. It's not Slovenian. Well, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It's offensive in several ways. I'm sorry. Start over. You fuck. Don't pay attention to David, diddler of children. (laughs) (laughs) Slovenians, thank you. Dottore loves you and your support. And he would not make fun of your nation. Do you really have eight eight subscribers? Eight, eight, well, eight downloads. That's awesome. I know. Maybe there's like some enterprising dudes in Bratislava that just really love Dottore. May Or maybe... Is that in Slovenia? Am I wrong? Bratislava? I thought it was in Slovenia. Hold on. Let me check my, <laughs> <laughs> my atlas. Oh, we're so offensive. We've lost them. Uh, I'm sorry. Would you like to thank the Slovenians again? And yes. I'll be quiet. Okay. On behalf of Dottore Bolordo and the pod chamber... And Balnaz, we would like to thank everyone from Slovenia who downloaded, everyone from Japan and the Philippines who downloaded, the one guy from fucking uh, Slovakia who downloaded. Thank you, one download. That place is bullshit. Wow. David, every time I try to thank the international audience, you torpedo me. Are you working for the CIA? No, I'm working for John Bolton. Who that? He was uh, Bush's envoy to the United Nations, the one that hated the United Nations. <laughs> All right. That stupid mustache and stupid ideas about internationalism. David, can I thank Canada, or are you going to mess that up? Go ahead. Thank America's hat. Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. Canada, thank you for downloading. Seven downloads in Canada so far. Strangely enough, not as many as Slovenia. So... You better hurry up, Canada. It's because beer is much cheaper in Slovenia than it is in Canada. Is it? Yes. And you got to be real drunk to listen to my voice. Hey-o. All right. <sighs> Thanks for nothing, Dottore. I'm out of here. <laughs> you Peace, pod chamber. You know, it, during the adventure, I was uh, being crappy to you, and but you sure did fuck me over. <laughs> <laughs> Balnaz, we'll hang out sometime, right? Uh, uh, guys, don't put me in the middle of this. All right. Uh-huh. I'm out. Drop the mic. Well, that's it for Blaster Podcast this week. Thank you once again to my very especial friend, David Reinstrom. And thank you to you, audience of listeners, for listening to Blaster Podcast. Remember, if you have any questions for me, reach me on Twitter at AskDatore or find me on Facebook at Dottore Balordo. And keep your eye peeled because I'll be rolling out a Blaster Podcast Facebook page for you to like. Huh? I will totally like it. Well, thank you. I was mad at you, but I can't stay mad at you, Tore. I can't stay mad at you either. Aww. All Can right. I give you a hug? No. Jeez. Oh. All right, folks. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to tune in for our next episode. And in the words of Arthur C. Clarke, remember... 
The dinosaurs disappeared because they could not adapt to their changing environment. We shall disappear if we cannot adapt to an environment that now contains spaceships, computers, and thermonuclear weapons. Good night, everybody! Good night! Say good night, Tatore. Good night, Tatore. Hey! Hey, hey! Hey, huh? Hey, huh? Can I stop saying the things now? No. No. Never stop. Never stop. Thank <laughs> you.